I don't know why I can't be sitting down. What? I just uh, <laughs> I like to hit you from <laughs> left field to start the show. Um, I thought you were going to talk about how you're still chewing that fucking plum. And you oh, said, I was eating a plum. It really was from left field. It was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I've been uh, somehow craving fruit uh, this week. I, yeah. Uh, this pregnancy's rough. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, uh, yeah, I well, because I always get on my different snack kicks, and you buy out the store based on that snack kick. I know. Well, we talked about that when we were talking about Frosties, what was that, two or three weeks ago? Yeah, I was on a Frosty kick then. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely happy that it's fruit. It's, it's, it's now, an, now it's I'm upgrade. into plums instead of uh, gelatinated vanilla but frost. We <laughs> never um, discussed our fight that we had about the fucking Frosty Cup. Oh, well, that's a... That was a real a really fight. tender subject for me. Well, yeah, of course. Everything gets to be a real fight when, I mean... I don't take this relationship that seriously. You can't really walk away from this fight, so it's just, you're just there. You're stuck with it. It's, uh, you're my cellmate. It's not a real fight if you care well i you never care when you're you're beaten you you always are done when you lose i don't lose so we we did the podcast about your frosty addiction and then i was like i we were talking about that shirt that you have where it's the the ice cream cone eating the ice cream cone and shitting out an ice cream cone or whatever yeah, and i was like you got it for me um no I know, we talked about it. So I was like, I'm going to Instagram a picture of it. And I already had a picture of you eating ice cream, wearing that shirt. You're getting plum juice all over you. And... I mean, really? <laughs> of all things, I could be dropping on myself. I, know, I mean, I'm not this mad. is probably the most attractive so far. Eh, none of it is. Um, so... I already had a picture of you eating. I mean, were you court ordered to marry me? <laughs> Is this, uh, I mean, it's like, I, I mean, it's not like we got married and then I got unattractive. It's like, I mean, I've, I've been that way, you know, since we met. But go on. It was an arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, from India. <laughs> so you're. I already had a picture of you wearing that shirt, and so I was just gonna do that one and. You were like, no, 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 I got to have the picture of me with a Frosty. But you had eaten all the Frosties. And then we had an argument over whether there was still a Frosty cup in the house. But because you were eating like 12 Frosties a day, I'm like, I can guarantee you I can find a Frosty cup somewhere. Which I did. Okay, but I don't leave them everywhere. I throw them in the trash when I was done. You it's left not one like in I, my it's bathroom. It's not like I leave a trail of fucking Frosty cups. It's just, it so happened that... I mean, like any grown-up, I was eating a Frosty to go to sleep. That <laughs> was, uh, you know, a little uh, little 5 a.m. snack. And, uh, and and you left the cup in my bathroom. And I rinsed out the cup like a gentleman because no, I wasn't going to leave it festering in your bathroom. No, you did. You left it all night long in my bathroom with vanilla Frosty still in it. And so when you were saying that there aren't any more Frosty Cups, I'm like, I know there is one upstairs. So I went upstairs. I got the cup that had been sitting all night in my bathroom. It still had vanilla Frosty all inside of it. All you had to do. It didn't have Frosty. It just had runoff. I didn't, trust me, I didn't leave any of them Frosty. Well, I mean, but there was still like remnants of it in there. It was gross brown or it was gross like warm drip. Yeah, it was, it was foul. Okay. I already had a picture of the shirt, didn't need a new pic, you wanted a new pic, I had a Frosty cup, all you had to do was throw on the shirt, take a picture of the Frosty cup in your hand. Done. Could have been done in two seconds. But no, you had to go wash out the Frosty cup, so now it's completely clean, which, okay, that makes zero sense. There's a completely clean Frosty cup now? Because I thought we were going to put some of the vanilla ice, whatever, we have ice cream or yogurt in the in the freezer. So I thought we were going to put that in there Why would so you it put... looked like a goddamn Frosty. But it's not that, I mean, come on. That was the problem. See, my whole refusal, and as you can tell, we're going to have this fight again, is... um. Maybe you should swallow before this, you start talking. This fight brought to you by Plumots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, bastardization of plums, but damn good. Get yourself a plum up. Um, I, uh, I, see, I didn't, I didn't. It wasn't you, that serious. You it was wanted just going to take on the Instagram. picture. That was, the whole thing was your idea. Cause I don't even get on, 
like social media. No, like, I already I don't had even a picture. I didn't need another picture. This, I don't know where this stuff exists. Like, you know, I don't even look. You said we got to take a picture in that shirt. I already had a picture of you in that shirt. You wanted, you, it was you in that shirt eating golden spoon vanilla ice cream. Oh, and you were like, no, I want to. It was, it's because the golden spoon stuff was the last thing I ate before I got sick. So I was like, it just had bad memories. I didn't want to, you know, I'm not, I'm not blaming it on them. Cause I mean, I don't think I got uh, poisoned by half a, a, a cup of ice cream. It was just, it was just, it just happened to be the last thing I ate before that. So but if you didn't why. care about the Instagram picture, why did you care because that that's the one I was posting? you brought posting? it to my attention. See, I I ignore that whole, like, uh, uh, social media space. Like, it's like it's it's like a uh, parallel universe that I'm not in. So it's just like, whatever's happening there isn't really happening to me. Like, you know, like, you know, can you believe what she said about you on Twitter? No, because I didn't read it because I'm not there. So it's like all this shit's happening that I don't care about. But then when you bring it to my attention... Now, all of a sudden, it matters to me because I, I'm involved, and when I'm involved, I care about stuff. That's, I, like I no, said, over and over again. you make things so much harder I, than they, what ex- they are. I, exactly. I sure do, and that's why I don't do a lot of things. I, mean, I take a long time, and I, I put a lot of effort into the things that I do, so I cut back on my things a long time ago. So, that particular thing, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do it, we got to put vanilla ice cream in it. But then you never said anything about it until right before I was ready to leave to go out of town. And oh, I was, bullshit. I was in a bad I, mood. I told you about it that afternoon when we were talking about the original picture. And I that never, was at like 2 p.m. But you never brought it up again. Because, oh, my God. In what universe does it look like a Frosty when you've cleared out the clear cup and then just put vanilla, a scoop of vanilla ice cream in the bottom? Like, that makes zero sense. There was no. already vanilla Frosty coating on the cup. I mean, you're losing the debate, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm not losing. It's just if you absolutely put, ridiculous. Let's say you put the, you wanted the me cup of. To clear a cup. Then unmelt the floor. fucking defrost the ice cream and put it in there. I mean, you were making it such a big deal. It was um, so annoying. Anyway, I figure if you were going to, you know, if you wanted to take that picture, I was busy packing and my frantic mess that I am when I leave. So I figure if you want to take this picture, you're going to fill the cup with cream of some, you know, whatever vanilla cream we have in the freezer, please put it in there so that I can take the picture. And I was mad that you were troubling me with the picture. So I'm like, I'm like, here, I just set the cup down like you do it. And of course, you didn't, you didn't, you just looked at it because you were, you were stubborn or whatever. But I, I yielded a lot of time, Senator. So I, um, I, I just, you know, I get into the kitchen and it's not full. If it, if it had been, the we would have just taken the- it and stirred it. You could put, if you put that entire cup of that little personal pan pizza size cup of, uh, you know, that they give what? you, you know, like the personal size, the little one cup things that people eat. We have those in the freezer. So if you put that into that frosty cup. And stirred it around a little bit. It would look like it was frosty. And I would have stirred it around. It would have looked like frosty in there. It would have. So, but but you didn't want to do that. Why did you need new frosty? There was already vanilla frosty from the frosty before. It was my only request in that whole scenario. But it was already done. Why did you have to cause such... It was my only request. you, You brought it to my attention. It became a thing in my world. So... I'm just asking, please get a spoon and shovel out some uh, some frozen yogurt into that so it looks like a Frosty. That's all. But you were the lovely woman that you are. and um, I'm seriously <laughs> angry at you right now. I know you are. And I, that's why I was just going to talk about me sitting and peeing. But now I don't want to talk about te- such a tender subject. I hate when you sit and pee. It's so disgusting. First of all, why are you around? 
when I'm sitting and peeing. Because you leave the door open. No, I don't. I don't. I leave the door open in my office or downstairs. Like, when are you really happening by? In the half bath downstairs. Mm-hmm. You always leave the door open. Oh, the half bath. When I go to the half bath, are you really, are you really, is it really you happen upon me that often? Yes. When I'm just, I'm sitting and peeing? I mean, men, men pee when they poop. Okay, oh are they God. supposed to get up and pee? Am I supposed to shit standing up? I mean. I give a shit what you do. The thing is, is I do it, it's actually, there are a lot of old women who make their husbands sit and pee because it's cleaner. It is. So they don't want to clean up their spackle from everywhere. But did you see the word that you use there? Old? You're yeah. 38. You're not 88. Stand the fuck up. No. I'm 38 and I can make my own fucking decisions about some plumots or a frosty <laughs> cup and I can have a seat on the can and take a very quiet leak that doesn't splash anywhere, doesn't get on, on doesn't that. get on in front of my clothes. Because I mean, I I can sometimes walk out of the bathroom with just, I'm just a just a river all the way down to my foot, like where it's just like, how did I? It because you just never know what you know the maybe, hose is going to do. Well, maybe you should learn how to control your penis. Well, that'd be a great idea. I mean, I can control it to a degree, like. I don't, I don't do anything with it other than sit and pee that you don't like. What? I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> now. I mean, you, you got into penis control and it was a weird thing. Can we go back? Uh, uh, <laughs> guy in the booth, can you, can you go back on the tape a little bit? Anyway. <laughs> um, you're, uh. You're cranky because you are going to stay up all night because you got to fly. Well, it's already 1.30 a.m. We have to leave here by 5.30 a.m. And I still need to do laundry and pack. Mm-hmm. And take a shower and get dressed. Well, you're doing laundry as we speak. Yes. I mean, you don't have to hand wash anything. This isn't the 1840s. Right. Thank you, there's John. No, there's no mangle downstairs. <laughs> Straight up. Um... We'll be right back with your ten day podcast. You're so annoying. Um, you uh, you're going home for the uh, your your going what are you to going Ohio. home for? I don't call Ohio well, home. It's I'm I'm sorry the 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 place that is that is, it is better my, than where I come from, but you're better than. Um, it is my birthplace, but it's not well, my home. Yeah, it it's uh, I mean, it's still home as in where you grew up. Where we grew up. I mean... We I, didn't grow up together. We, <laughs> Our we're having some technical difficulties. Like the the co-host is being a fucking nightmare right now. Um, you, you, you... Okay, you're going back to Ohio to your, to your hometown. Your hometown. Can I say that? Fine. Okay, thank you, Senator. It's, uh, you're going back to your hometown to what? Go to Kate's graduation. You know this. They know this. We've talked about it multiple times. I don't, I don't know what we talk about. I just, uh, talk until we're done talking. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, you're going back for your sister's graduation. We've, we talked about this at, yes. really? At length? Yes. Mm-mm. Yes, we can. Oh, my God. On here, really? Okay. Yes. Last week, I was talking about how... I have to go to my sister's graduation. Yes. I just think it's so, it's such a. I don't have to. I want to. But I mean, it's such a, it, it's such a, uh, I, I remember now we talked about it a little bit, how, you know, I think your sister feels the same way that. Yeah. She's like, not, I don't care if you come. It's not that big of an event. You know, you, you kind of expected her to graduate from high school. And, you know, I mean, if, if you're really that happy about graduating from high school you're probably an ex-con like I mean, it's like it's like there's 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 jail in your past and probably in your future if uh you're that excited about high school graduation but um yeah i'd be i'd be ha- i mean she'd probably be happier if you, you like went there like first day of college so to help her move <laughs> than just to go 
celebrate something we all knew she'd do. Uh, okay. Is this helping our situation right now? No. Okay. I mean, I'm this more is, than happy to get foreplay. away from you to go. <laughs> I would seriously rather pack her boxes than and unpack her boxes. Mm-hmm. I see. Then spend another day in this fucking house oh, with you. Oh, I know. It's terrible. I I know. You did, uh, you, uh, you got a hotel room this time, though. Cause yeah, I feel like such an adult. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, going back to the hometown and not staying at my parents' house. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, and, and it's and it's and it has nothing. It's never anything personal with whoever your parents are. It's just staying in somebody else's house fucking blows. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting a car, a rental car, and a hotel room, and having my own space. Right. Yeah. I, I don't need to ask where the towels are and fucking you know. Right. Yeah. Staying at other people's homes really does suck. Sharing the TV in the living room and just just. It's just awkward. It's like, I'll meet you at dinner, you know, and then I'll come back and we'll hang out for a while and then I'm going to go, okay? Like I, you know, it's as if I live here this week and then I'm gone. Yeah. I mean. Remember that time we stayed at my aunt's house and we were like starving in the middle of the night. So we went to like raid her kitchen and oh, she came out and it we're like, we're like two kids getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> I know I'm 30. Fuck. I was 35 or something. I'm like, oh God. I'm like, sorry, Cindy. I'll pay you for the cake. I uh, <laughs> just, I just, I just feel like such a fucking weirdo right now. Yeah, I know. It was, uh. It was like we were high, sneaking into mom's home for the first time. Like, right. Just... Oh, my God. Look, they got chips. They got <laughs> chips. Oh, my God. Is anybody guarding this stuff? I know. I, I, uh, I, 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 but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I just think if, if, if it was the first week of college, I was thinking about it. Sorry, I was thinking about it in the bathroom, but. While you <laughs> were sitting be, down? Wouldn't be, yes, but I was, I was pooping, Ugh. but, you know, I, I peed as well. All right, carry I, look, on. You you wanted to. That doesn't help the story. You wanted to grill me, all right, counselor. Um, the, <laughs> uh, I uh, I was just thinking, like, what if it, there were there were bullies in college? <laughs> it would suck, wouldn't it? Like, if there were college bullies, I'll do it on stage sometime. They'll they'll get me. They they, they won't glare at me like you are. I'll, I'm sure there are college bullies. Why wouldn't there be? But I mean. In the same sense, like you're you're carrying your books to class and they smash them out of your hand. Like, like where are you going, nerd? Like, <laughs> to class. We all paid to go to class, didn't we? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like they have a national signing day, like fucking football players. They're like, yeah, next year I'll be taking my bullying talents to fucking Ohio State. I got something for you, science department, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, it's just ah, oh, fucking with nerds. Ah, oh, man, that's great. That's good stuff. I, an audience will laugh at that one day. Well, go find yourself an audience. Yeah, because there isn't one here. This uh, uh, this lady just fucking hates me. Good God. Why did she buy a ticket? I have a lot to do. My stomach hurts. I'm mm -hmm. not drinking because I have to stay up all night. Okay. Well, I'm taking you to the airport. Are you? Yeah. Well, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, you told me you weren't going I, to. I, but the thing is, is... I flip-flopped a couple of times, but the last time I flip-flopped was I I would take you. Well, you're probably going to flop again. No, it, it next would be flip. Whatever. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to, I'll I'll take you because, uh, I'll take you. I don't, I'm already staying up, so I'll stay up with you, so I might as well take you. Fine. It'll be a nice reversal of. Of roles, you know, we can, uh, a role reversal, I believe is what it's called, but, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll drop you off this time and see what it's like to head back with the boys. <clears throat> uh, it's, uh, 127 on your radio dial and, uh, we'll be, we'll be right back with the three-day podcast. <sighs> um, so, uh, before you, uh, head out of town... Um, were, were there any questions that we needed to go over, or we, did we need to, uh, did you want to do that, or did you want me to just ramble until... Questions about what? 
um, I don't know. These usually questions. questions from Twitter or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we usually do that at like 50 after. We're, we're only 20 minutes in. I, mean, I know, but see, usually you don't hate me this much. So I just thought, okay, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that stuff until we figure out another, you know, area to go over. We, we don't write a script, folks, for this. This is, um, <laughs> this, this is, this is, I know the magic seems like, oh God, well, they must put a lot of effort into that. And, and we don't. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, it's just, it's this. So, uh, this is usually right. why I'm putting it off until Good old Adam will I'm save the day. And okay, thank whatever. you, Adam. <laughs> Adam, you're the man, again. All right, it says, John, when you're not on the road, why do you only perform at the comedy store? Um, thank you, Adam. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't. I don't only perform, but it's it's pretty much what ninety five percent the comedy store. I mean, the Ice House is in Pasadena. It's not really considered. It's it's not one of the like main Hollywood clubs. There's three Hollywood club, clubs basically. It's the Comedy Store, the Improv, and the Laugh Factory. And uh, I go to the Improv when I'm invited. Um, you know, on on occasion, you know, if they uh, they have a show that they want to fit me into or something like that, the Laugh Factory has always creeped me out. I I was when I was first starting in L.A. I um I just remember feeling like you know I was always gonna get in trouble because of my language. Like I, I was too dirty for everything. I was just I was gonna get in trouble because every place you went when you first when you're first starting out. Everybody emphasizes clean, clean, TV clean. You have to be cleaned. You Why? give it because what it is is what they're worried about is is like if somebody's not a professional and they do really they do some really foul ass jokes, like if they do anal sex jokes or something. I mean, it takes a somebody who's you have to be really good as a comic to pull off an anal sex joke. I, I mean, because. It's a very, very delicate matter. It's kind of like anal sex. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's one of those things where you, in order to, uh, you you can't just, they don't want amateurs just going up there disgusting their entire audience and turning them you off. You have to so be that funny to be gross. Leave. Right. You do. I mean, cause if because it's if funny, it's, just gross, it's just funny. Gross. Nobody cares what it is. If it's gross and not funny, then it's just gross. And now you've got a problem. People aren't buying drinks people want to leave people are complaining it's just an awful situation and so uh, the comedy store was always though they were you know anything goes it's a fucking nut house and (laughs) so they just I never had to worry about it there and you know obviously I became a doorman there so it was it's it was home It, it really was like I was I'd spend six seven eight nights in a row there and then maybe have one night at home and then go right back and I was just I was there night after night after night for all of my growing years in comedy in in LA and so it's a very it was home to me and so it's still home to me when I go back there it's like that's where I feel like is it's like it's like Apollo Creed's gym uh, it's like the place to go work out and try new material. And I never get enough time really, you know, when I'm back though to, you know, I like to be back for two weeks at least, you know, to, um, you know, kind of get my legs under me, but yeah, it, it's just, it's home. And then the improv's okay. I don't mind it. The, the Laugh Factory, they were always a place when I was doing open mics though, that would emphasize clean. You can't be clean. Don't fucking say fuck like it was just and that got around the rumor mill of the other comics I was like man I'm not even gonna try going over (laughs) there because I'm gonna get in trouble I'll probably get paddled like they're they're just they're gonna hate me over there so I avoided it and I think maybe the first time I finally went to the laugh factory I was it was always like benefit shows or some kind of special deal I think it might have been that entertainment studios crap I was telling you about earlier that uh, Byron Allen show uh, that um, I did, uh, you know, like, I think they got me a set do it because that's where they shot. So they got me a set there, and I, I think it was for that. It was for a TV set that I did the Laugh Factory. And then 
I remember I did a benefit for Freddie Soto, uh, his family after he died. And, um, he, uh, Jamie Masada, the owner, like, it was just weird. Like, I mean, he, he didn't mean anything by it. I mean, he was a nice guy. He just was like, he, he just, it was just weird because it was like, he, he saw me go up in Freddie's benefit and they had a late show on top of that show. And He's like, he's like, oh, hey, you come back for the late show. He's like, he's like, you were really funny. He's like, like, he was really like blown away. And this is a guy who I kind of have avoided for about eight years at this point, <laughs> six years. Yeah. Seven. And cause it was like 2006. And I remember him, like he had his arm around me and he was just taking me like, cause I was like, I have another set of the comedy store. I got to go down the street. And he's I remember him introducing me to a couple people saying, you know, this is this is my new discovery. Uh, and I was like, dude, have you looked at the marquee down the street? Like I'm like <laughs> I'm I've been around for a bit. Like I uh um but he just didn't know it cuz why he doesn't have any reason to go down to fucking uh yeah, down Sunset toward Doheny. Um and uh he just he didn't know so to to him, I was just this guy who came out of nowhere. So but to me, it just felt like I'm too old for this. I don't yeah. want to, you know, and I've just never, it, it seems too glossed over at the Laugh Factory. The, the comedy store is a place that like, like Tommy's fought for this, like that it's 21 and over. Yeah. And the Laugh Factory is 18 and over. And it's a different vibe. Right. You know, very different. Like they, they pass out a lot of fucking free tickets for the Laugh Factory too. Yeah you know, fill that room constantly. So it was like, I was always told that like that room was just so gassed. Like that was the first place I ever saw Dane Cook and Jesus Christ, they might as well. <laughs> I mean, the place was like on fire. And uh, I mean, he, it was, it, you know, I was always like, you know, as a young guy, I was like, man, I wish I could go on here if I wasn't so filthy and from a bad neighborhood, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I just never felt like I could go there. So in summation, I go to the comedy store because it's just home. It really is just, be, it, it stayed that way because of all of that stuff. It's just, uh, I don't have anything against the other two places. Like I said, I go to the to the improv every now and then when they ask me. Laugh Factory is just, just never really, it never became a, it was never a regular thing for me at all. I, um. That's the first place I remember seeing Joe Coy's for name. He was he'd be on the marquee at the Laugh Factory, but they they run his whole name together. They wouldn't put a space between Joe and Coy. <laughs> so I remember me and Ari Shafir, um, who we were coming home from uh, playing poker one night because we used to do that. We were surly back then. We'd play poker all night after doing comedy and. Uh, I finally asked him one one morning when we're driving past the Laugh Factory to pick up my car. I said, "Who's Jockty?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, Joe Coy." He's <laughs> like, "You mean Joe Coy?" And I was like, "Ow, okay, it's Joe Coy. Who's Joe Coy?" But I mean, I and I didn't I didn't know him personally. I think we met in like oh four oh five something like that. But um. Yeah, I, I for the longest time I thought it's like who the fuck Jockty? They always have Jockty <laughs> on the fucking marquee there. It's weird. It says Dane Cook and Jockty every fucking <laughs> night, and I was like, that is okay, all right. But uh, yeah, I love the Comedy Store and Tommy, and I love the Ice House and Comedy oh, and Magic Club. Like, they, yeah. I mean, all three of those places—they're just always been so awesome and welcoming to me. Like, and yeah. I just feel so comfortable in all of them. Yeah, the the Ice House and the Comedy Magic Club, sorry to leave you guys out. I mean, you guys are where I shoot caplets, so I should, <laughs> should Well, Comedy it. Magic Club is like, I mean, it's, that's where we went on our first date and where you proposed to me. Like, that's, I mean, yeah, I love it there. It's just, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like Los Angeles. It feels like San Diego, really. It just feels like you're, it's a trip. You know, like it's a long drive. It's, you know, it still takes from the valley. It takes like an hour to get there. Um, but it's, uh, those clubs are usually opener, middle, headliner. That's how they're designed. The the Comedy Magic Club has loosened up their format 
in the past few years to be more of a lineup show, but uh, what they're called showcase rooms. But uh, the three major Hollywood clubs were always those those Improv Laugh Factory Comedy Store, and then uh, when I, I at the I remember the Ice House was a place that I mean I couldn't I could not yeah I couldn't dream of getting there or the Comedy Magic Club like they were for adults and really? I was not <laughs> I I the first time I I I I told you the first time I popped my head into Comedy and Magic Club. It was when me and Timmy were staying at his uh, um, his uncle's house. Um, uh, we stayed at his uncle's for the first month we lived here until we got an apartment. Um, uncle Paul, uh, we uh, we it, I it was on Redondo Beach, and we literally could walk to Comedy and Magic from that house. So nice. I. Uh, I I was like, oh my god, there's a comedy club right there, dude. We'd never leave need to leave Uncle Paul's house. <laughs> and um <laughs> I uh I popped my head in there and I don't know who I talked to. I just remember going, Hey, um, you know, I'm uh fresh off the boat, basically. <laughs> I uh I was just wondering if um, you know, you guys had any like open mic nights or anything like that that I could, you know, try to get on. And whoever was was at the desk there working said uh uh we don't have anything like that here um you know the bar around the corner does uh they do a contest uh once a month you know for you know amateur comedians you you should give it a try <laughs> they said you should give it a try it'll be fun like i was like oh man what <laughs> let me just tuck my tail between my legs and leave then all right and uh and that place prided itself on being clean that place always did until i got there because literally like that place yeah that place was always squeaky squeaky clean and it seemed like you can't fuck with that and i got there and mike lacy was like now i love comedy and i love what you do so you do you do what you do i don't because the first time they saw me was when i was showcasing for the tonight show like i was auditioning and so I had to be clean and it was only five minutes. So it's like, I can stop. I cannot say fuck for five minutes, but you know, it's hard. And <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't I, fucking do it, I, but I, I, I just, but I remember them asking me to come back and headline. And I was like, well, I, you know, it's, it doesn't stay that clean. Right. <laughs> and, um, and Mike Lacey and Richard, they're just like, no, no, you, you do what you, you do. We, we love your comment. I was like, man, that's, and they've they've always been that way since they they still seem to be a club that caters to clean, but I guess they just put it on the advertisement like this show is racier than others, and and then the Ice House same thing. I used to have to like I used to they used to do there was a bringer show in the annex, the small room. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me. I had to audition to get in that bringer show. <laughs> Like, it was so fucking terrible. Like, I mean, I had to, I had to go up and audition on, like, I want to say a Sunday afternoon at, like, two, and go up and audition for the, the guy who booked it, who was just, I think, an amateur comic himself. So, basically, he was just, I mean, we had to go up there, like, you know, uh, you, you, like, you're at, uh, auditioning for a play and do your act and my act with no crowd laughter just sounds terrible <laughs> i mean you know what's up fuckers i, mean, I can't what am i gonna I'm, am i gonna say what's up fuckers to one guy i mean i can't do that so i um i was really hamstrung because i wasn't i wasn't that strong either at the time i was young so i just uh I remember I somehow I made it through the audition though. I made it through the audition enough for him to go, okay, you're allowed to come back and bring eight to ten people. I'm like, I don't know eight to ten people, fuckhead. I've been here for almost four years and I don't think I know eight to ten people. It's it's hard to patch that together and especially me, it's like the only people I know are comedians. So right. it's like they don't I, go to- I mean they might be there because they're performing, but yeah, right. the only people I knew were Timmy and comedians you know uncle paul was a was an adult he had a job he wasn't gonna come to fucking comedy shows 
And did you call him Pasadena, Uncle Paul to his face? <laughs> I call them Uncle Uncle Paul and Uncle Tim. I call them Uncle for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird Asian thing that I have going on. But um, yeah, uh, I um, but yeah, I I I didn't. Uh, I remember I had I the only person I could bring. I brought Timmy and my uh, other friend Mike Braziz, who was a comic who's out here who I haven't seen in years. I love the guy, but uh, he um they came to support me and they put me on like, like, I mean, like I went like number 16 in the show. Like I was, I was after, like, I was after the, like the, uh, <laughs> like the, the closing, like, you know, it was like they closed and then I could go on. Like it was bad. Um, I, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it seems it's a like long road. It's a long road. The Ice House and Comedy and Magic Club are run more professionally like the clubs that I go with you on the road to. Yeah, they're like that. They're, and they're so that's headliner what I got, clubs. Yeah, that's, but that's what I got used to is like, you know, being on the road with you, people cater to you comic, and, and yeah, I. Like, right. they're always asking if I want food and drinks and just like, you know, they're... They make you feel special. Right, exactly. Mm. And then, and I'm used <laughs> to like, and I just got used to, if you had a heckler or something going wrong with their set, like, they were there to fix it. And I remember one night, is you know, right when I first moved here, um, you had like hecklers at... Um, what am I talking about? The comedy store. And I was just like looking around for some like security guys. Oh, and I'm like, They're high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was getting so angry because I'm so used to just like, you know, you being on stage and everybody is well behaved because they're there listening to you. And it was just like, wait, yeah. where's where's the adult supervision for these people? <laughs> yeah, we just we just kind of accept it. Like, that. I mean, just the way things, that place is... I mean, like, you know, it's just, I used to say it's like the, the other clubs seem to run their, like, they want to make a profit. The comedy store just runs theirs for just like a, like a tree house. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, we're just there to have fun. And everybody working there is a comedian. They don't really care about their job that they have. So that's how it was for a long time. It's, it's gotten more, you should have seen it when I started. Oh my God, what a fucking, it was Lord of the Flies. It was literally like, <laughs> like, I mean, after nine o'clock when the show started, there was nobody in charge. I mean, there was, there was a manager who was basically my age, you know, like uh, the guy there now, Adam, like yeah. somebody who was an outsider, usually, usually somebody who worked there less than six months because Mitzi fire people quick back then. And then it was like, they would just be afraid to fuck up. So basically they were just like, they were just a turnkey. They had a bunch of, they had waitresses who like, I mean, basically the only security there was when we had, we had the parking lot guy at the time, this big dude, uh, Chewy, he would fucking, yeah, he was, but he like gave an element at least that they don't have now of like, Hey, don't fuck around or you might die. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas now it's just like, don't fuck around or this little comic might ask you to be quiet. And uh, so it's, but it's, it, it's still more professionally run now. Like the way, since Tommy came in and kind of uh, supplanted Mitzi, like didn't, uh, supplanted is a bad word, but um, she trusted him to take over her job. Like, right. and he really has, you know, a lot of people are, uh, get mad at him and a lot of people used to get mad at Mitzi. It's like, but he, w that club was running third in a three horse race when I got here. And there were, I feel like we're first now. I feel like that the comedy store is like it was back in the day. I feel like the comedy store is what it was in the eighties with a bunch of really, really just strong up-and-coming comics who are gonna fucking blow it up you know i mean next guy next guy next guy next guy you know it's just uh it's good shit i love that but i love the ice house and the comedy magic and uh you know i i, I, I you know but the the comedy store's home yeah it's, it's real well, when we were trying to plan our wedding we i was like why don't we get married at the comedy store and we were talking because I wanted like outdoors and I wanted rooftop just because I like being outside and high. Um, 
like high up, not like level high or mm-hmm. like high high, but you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> and you're like, well, the rooftop at the comedy store. And so we go up there to look at it. <laughs> and I was like, there are beams and pipes and yeah, not even stairs. There's... there's like a three foot drop. And I'm like, okay, you expect our grandparents to like jump yeah. down? Like, Imagine trying to run from the cops up there. Yeah, that was fucking awful. <laughs> Yeah, we went up there. We were we were shooting water balloons, like having to fucking jump all those pipes and shit. Oh and we were trying God. to get. I don't know how you didn't when, die. Yeah, we got notified. The cops are downstairs. They're coming up. Oh fuck! But uh, have you told that story on here? I don't know. I don't know if I, don't I have. Think so. we, we well, we yeah. I mean, I got a water balloon slingshot that I've since donated to the door staff. So beware, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I was. That thing's monstrous because you and your when Bob, Bob and Sutton were out here, you yeah. guys like I had never seen. I had heard this story a thousand times, but you guys actually brought it out, and it's like that thing's yeah, that thing's no joke. Because the one I got before that, did you see the little one, the uh, baby one, like the with the little know. black tubes? Like it's like it looks like little medical tubing, and it ain't shit. Like it'll fucking it said I think it shoots like seventy five yards or something. But then I basically was like. I mean, I was the wrong... It was like Richie Rich. Like, you don't give a kid like me money because I'm going <laughs> to buy all the wrong shit. And I was just like, well, Richie fuck Rich, it. I, awesome. yeah, I, need to go buy a, I need to go buy a stronger slingshot because we tried to do that, fire that one off the roof and it was like, we couldn't make it across Sunset. I mean, it was just... It was, they were just limp-ass shit that would just fall in the middle of Sunset and people would be like, what? What was that? And... <laughs> So we, uh, I bought that big fucker and that thing, it says don't fire at people. Like, what am I going to fucking hunt game? Like, <laughs> what, what do you think I'm going to do with it? Of course I'm going to fire it at people. And I just remember, yeah, we launched that shit up at the Sky Bar. There was a line <laughs> of people and they were, uh, we were just, we were just, we were trying to light them up. And, uh, I remember like, yeah, we, we got a call from Rogan downstairs, said the cops were there. They were coming up, and Freddie and Nick took off, and uh, me and Renazizi were left with, like, the evidence. So <laughs> Renazizi picked up the bag of balloons, and I picked up the the gym bag, the duffel bag, basically, with the slingshot, and we started to go run downstairs, and we heard that, like, that radio chatter, like, you know, five, eight, nine, to four, nine, seven, you know, like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. And we saw, it was lucky because Richie, who was managing, who gave us the key to get on the roof in the first place, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a house of jackassery, but uh, he's like basically stalling the cop because he saw us. And he's like, he's like, yeah, so they're up, it's up here. I don't know what you think you're going to find up here, but I'll, you know, like he's just, and like he's just kind of giving us signals like get, get out and so we went and we hid around the the corner of like the next stairwell and we're i mean we're we're 30 <laughs> we're just hiding like children and it's like oh my god oh my god i don't because i was so scared i did not want to go to fucking county lockup on a because it was a friday i still remember because it would have been oh no it's friday i won't get out till monday i'm gonna get raped for fucking for if you if you go to jail for some water balloons it's just it's gonna be like all right bend over kid i gotta do this on principle i gotta, and that's just intake i mean it's uh so i i just i didn't uh i i just did not want to go to fucking county so i was we hit around the corner the guy went on the roof and me and ren is easy rent literally like i i mean like in a movie or something like we ran down the stairs and blended into the crowd like just just he went one way I went the other one and um I just remember like I was sitting in the back of the main room and my ex-girlfriend the um I, I remember she was still on a kick where she wanted to bug me like you know and she's like she, she like gets down fun. in my ear and she's like hey hey we lived together for two years. Why aren't you talking? I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> Not now. I'm dressed in all black. I got a, I got a basically a ski mask rolled into a fucking 
uh, toboggan hat right now. Like, I mean, I didn't, I was the only one who did that out of us. I just, I was, I was going too far with it. But I mean, I, I just was so like, I was like, please get away from me. Just go, go. Hi, uh, get out of here. And so, yeah, it was, uh, and then some girl just showed up late. Like as soon as the cop left, some girl showed up mad and wet. <laughs> it was so funny because she was wet. Like her hair was all matted down on one side. I mean, she was. Oh, I, it, it was. Mad, she was mad because she, you know, she had gotten fucking fixed up to go to the fucking sky bar, and she was from Arizona. I remember, and she was yelling, "My dad's a lawyer, and we'll fucking blah blah blah. We'll own this place." Like. Like, Mitzi went through the fucking court battles that she did with her husband. Like, that she's going to lose it to you some it dumb, some some dumb chick from Arizona because she got hit with a fucking water balloon. <laughs> Shut up. So, we... <laughs> and I remember Richie just going, it's just immature comedians. Just immature comedians. I'm like, you gave us a key, man. <laughs> but it was... He he covered for us and he gave her a bunch of t-shirts and free passes. And we, uh, we thought, all right, she's gone. And then... I remember January of the following year, about six months later, there's a nine people at a table in the OR, and I was I had like a ten o'clock spot, and the waitress came over to me like, I don't, these people say their friends are Richies or something, but they think that they they they're just opening up a tab and it's already it's already a hundred and fifty bucks. Like I was like, oh, well, that's fucked up. I don't care, <laughs> and, um, and then. Dean, who was managing at the time, who was who was not the guy you see now. He was not. He was he was uh, a lot more stressed out then. And he uh, he just comes over and he's like, "Hey, you want to come back to the office?" He never asked me to go in the office for anything. I was like, "Okay," and I go back there and he's like, "So, who was throwing the water balloons?" I was like, oh, "Fuck, dude!" I was like, "Man, I," and I was really at the time. I was really worried that. Uh, the other three would have like something happen to their stage time because they were still at that. Like I felt like I was a, a, like I guess bulletproof at that point. I had worked my way up to the marquee and stuff, and I, I felt like I could I could shoot some water balloons and not get in trouble for it. I mean, <laughs> and I uh, I just said, look, if I just if I just give you my credit card, do I have to do, do I have to answer any more questions? And he's like, I, well, all right, if you want to do it, go ahead. And I was like, there you go, take it. And I remember the waitress Laura. She just said, uh, she's like, I'll just I'll just try to do like comic prices and get a discount. I'm like, whatever you got to do, man. Just I just want it to be over. And it was like three hundred and fifty bucks that kept me out of kept me from getting raped in county. So I'm good with that. I'm okay with you know paying three fifty for my butt. <laughs> so, I'm glad it finally has a price. It um, does. It does. Three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Discovering Hope asks, "Okay, Mister Programming Director, huh? Mm-hmm. The listener, definitely. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who's intimately involved. <laughs> what What are your favorite TV shows? Um." What are you 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 tell what are my favorite TV shows? Simpsons. Uh-huh. Um 30 for 30. Mhm. Like all the ESPN shows. Uh, uh yeah. What's no. the one where the the ding the bell that Scooby loses his shit over? What's that ESPN oh, show? PTI. PTI. Yeah, every time the bell dings, Scooby like <laughs> loses his fucking mind. Did, yeah, once every minute and a half we got a visitor. <laughs> Uh, all the fucking animated shows yeah yeah no that one was that's around the horn he hates around the horn because they get points for like they score their argument and it goes and it sounds like our old broke ass fucking doorbell on the old place and that's why he went nuts i hardly watch that show because of that i think is because i i wasn't that into that show but he uh yeah, he gets mad as fuck over that show. Uh, let's see. Um, 
I can't think. I well, have a I, I, what, I'd see. Uh, what do we watch together? Where I mean, our, I mean, when I'm we programming started watching director, Mad Men, which recently, was, yes, yeah, we, we started watching it before Breaking Bad was we, definitely we, our show. We were all about Breaking Bad. Love Breaking Bad. Yeah, I miss Weeds and Walking Dead. Those mm. two were pretty dope. We're we're talking about me. Whatever. Wait, wait, wait. You wait. need to you watch. Mean, wait, Weeds and Dexter. What you watch? Oh, Walking love... Dead. Yeah, I watched all those too. You did that too. Yeah. Good God, you've been doing some watching. Well, somebody you've, needs to entertain me. You... <laughs> Where have you been while I'm on the road? <laughs> you really looked <laughs> angry at me. TV shows. <laughs> no, I I just really I didn't think that you. Yeah, I watched that one... Walking Dead, Dexter, watching it. Weeds, Orange is the New Black, all these oh, shows yeah. without you. You love that show. Orange is the New Black. All of them. That's your all shit of them were right fucking there. fantastic. You, 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 after one season, you declared that better than Breaking Bad already. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's not. It's such a but different you, way. You just get caught up. Breaking Bad's always going to be number one. Yeah. It's I mean, show. my phone cover, which you found that I think is way too perfect. That's some badass. It's yeah. Simpsons and Breaking Bad. It's like, it's the Breaking Bad, like, letters. Where the, what's that the table called? Oh, the uh, periodic table. Yeah. Of elements. Yeah, and it has Homer and Bart with a box of blue donuts, like mm. the blue meth. It's Homer's fucking perfect. Heisenberg and uh, Bart's Jesse. And Bart's wearing Jesse's red hoodie. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> That's uh, it's like our two favorite shows. Combined. I uh, love that The Simpsons, like, I had Simpsons trading cards growing up, but it was never, I don't know if I wasn't allowed to watch it or if I just didn't watch it, because I was the oldest, so I never had any siblings to tell me what shows were cool. Right. So I'd never, but now that, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, that's a, that's an interesting observation. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what, that I didn't have siblings to sh- tell me what was cool? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's well, a, that's why I think I don't, I'm not a big music fan, because I didn't have anyone passing that kind of stuff down to me. I just listened to what my mom listened to, which was Fleetwood Mac, which is still one of my favorites. Bruce Springsteen, yeah. which I mean, always yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. You have a very like select group of um, like older musicians, like that, like you somehow. I'm like, you got this from somewhere because this, because the rest of your listening is, you know, Kiss FM. You no, know, I, like you love Jay Z and fucking like, which well, I yeah, like Jay Z. Jay Z is a bad example because he's, I mean, he's actually good, but um, you like a lot of this, you know younger hip-hop that i fucking can't stand like it's like it's it's i've gotten too old for that shit like uh, but i listen i mean eminem is my pandora station eminem is what i listen to yeah. all the time yeah which we can agree on that one yeah I like oh eminem. i can finally tell because remember we argued because i told you that i wanted eminem rihanna tickets for my birthday and when we talked about it, you hadn't bought me them, but uh-huh. now you have. So. I have. I have procured some tickets. In High the, five to you in the pit. I'm so excited. We're going to the pit because I'm like, look, I can't believe that's where you. Cho- I mean, I'm I'm so down for it, but it's just crazy that you, you know, chose that. You know why I got the pit is because I feel like if we're gonna go to a concert, which you know I'm not a big concert fan. They're just, I just feel like the music always sounds better on their, their, you know, when they record it on CD or whatever. And it's like, it sounds better at home or in the car than it is live, especially rap where it's like, you know, and you're like, what? And I, I know I'm probably against, I can't fucking think. Getting dizzy. It's okay. Let me talk. Um, No, I was just going to say that I didn't like the Kanye concert. I thought it kind of sucked. I, you know what, you said that I, I knew my other friend uh, went to the next night and said it was, it was okay, but it wasn't, I think a lot of people had that review of it, which he's, he's talented, but he's like young hip hop where he's just, I mean, he's just kind of, uh, I don't know what his deal is, I I don't know, but he's, he's sort of drifting off from that, uh, you know, well-respected uh, range where I think a lot of artists do though because I mean when I was when I was your age <laughs> Jesus but when I was younger like I loved like me and Timmy loved Ice Cube like Ice Cube was his shit like he was I you could like I I literally thought when I was uh 17 listening to Death Certificate you know the the one with uh look who's burning yeah. on it um the uh 
you, uh, I could have swore Ice Cube had murdered at least a few people in his past. <laughs> like, of course he did. I mean, he's Ice Cube. Of course he has a record. You know, Ice T. Of course he does. And it's like, you know, so uh, there's this, there's this uh, sort of pressure in rap music, especially to be, to be real. You know, to be exactly who you say you are when you're rapping. And so Ice Cube started to, you know, after Death Certificate, The Predator was okay, Lethal Injection was alright, and then it got, it just started getting kind of crummy. And he's, you know, it's so amazing that he's gone from, like, like America's most wanted to, like, he's Bill Cosby now. And it's fucking amazing, because, I mean, I've lived through that. And, you know, you look at anybody like Kanye, it's like he might be, you know, he might be just, you know, that's, that's, it's the, the uh, ups and downs of a, you know, young artist career. But the reason why I got back to the pit, the reason why I got to pit is I'm not a big concert person. I don't, I'm not really into, you know, concerts, but if I take you to a concert, a place that's, it's supposed to be fun. You know, like it's supposed to be, a, 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 I feel like if we're in seats, it's just, I feel like I'm going to have you right on the edge of fun and <laughs> then, but we're going to sit on the sidelines and not have any fun, you know, and I feel like. you get drunk with me? I, I won't get drunk, please? but um, I, uh, I, yeah, I, no, just drugs for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I just, I. I'm not, no, because I won't have a good time if I do that. I'll get fucking sick and I'll hate it. Um, but I'll have, I'll have fun though. Like we'll just, uh, you know, uh, we'll go to the pit. We both like Eminem and I mean, I'll just pretend, you know, I like the beats with Rihanna or whatever. And oh, I'm we'll just have one so of our, our, you know, because I don't want us, I don't want us to watch Eminem and Rihanna like we did Hall of Notes. Like, all the notes we watched That's like we were fun, at the though. theater. <laughs> it's like, we, we needed fucking opera glasses and, like, you know. That was fun because it was outside. Yeah. I love that. It was cool, but it, it still, it was still very uh, reserved. Wait. It was still very sedate. Isn't the Rihanna uh, Eminem concert at the Rose Bowl? So is that outside? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's opening. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm even more oh, excited. Man, you're, so, you're just overstimulated. I'm glad I got him this far in advance to... So maybe wear out a little bit before we go, because uh, you're gonna have to settle down. Um, but yeah, it's gonna it, be the day before my 29th birthday. See, I didn't realize though for the longest time though, and I and I can't believe I didn't. Like I I was uh, watching Eminem's bi- like a biography documentary of him the other night that AKA, and it I was like, oh, of course this is why she, you know, really why you really loved. Eminem so much you know he was your favorite artist like I could tell like you related to him in a lot of ways and that was that was just interesting like I just can't believe I didn't think about it myself but like you know he's uh obviously he's he's a great artist and everybody I'm sure when you were in high school and middle school what the fuck were you in when he was you were in high school when he was blowing up but yeah I guess yeah, you would have been Cause I listened 14, to Lada, like, I guess, well, 13. DMX was, like, my favorite when I was in high school. Right. And who else? Who were we listening to the other day that I was like, oh, my God, what happened to him? Because that's all I used to oh, listen ja to. Oh, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was obsessed with Ja Rule. Yeah, 50 Cent happened to Ja Rule is what happened. Um, yeah, the, uh, I, yeah, I got, I, there's, um, yeah, I got, I made Timmy mad by, by just, by suggesting that, that, uh, the Jarrells was good once because Timmy's a <laughs> Timmy's a rap nerd and uh, he's he's one of the originals like uh, and he I don't it was like I I liked it as because he did a tribute song to Tupac which was two because Tupac's best song was Pain if you're a real Tupac fan like if you're really into it and he did a song called So Much Pain which he doesn't it, it's not like in the song he's trying to hide that it's the same fucking song. But he just, you know, Timmy's like, damn, Cap, that, you could, he was just texting me this, and I could tell he was sighing in the text, <laughs> like, ah, uh, I'm gonna have to disagree there, I, I think that, that verges on whackness, right, I mean, like, I was like, well, 
okay. I get it. I I'm just I just like the fact that he's he was so uh, affected by a song that me and you liked so much because when we were kids, Pain came out on the Above the Rim soundtrack. We were like, oh shit, this is the best thing I've ever heard. It's blown my 19 year old mind. And you know, I felt like, oh look, Ja Rule felt the same way about that song, but. If you're into hip hop or rap music and you go around tooting that horn saying, "Oh, Ja Rule's the shit," what you'll get beat up. <laughs> so, Who the fuck's gonna beat me up? Come at me, bro. I I mean nobody in this neighborhood, but um, <laughs> you know, you know, it's uh, yeah, you you really like. I know when I put any of that music on Ja Rule, like I have a few of those on the uh, yeah on my iTunes. You'll, I know you're gonna Oh, I get, feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a special something that happens to my wife when, uh, <laughs> when Ja Rule and what's his, what's her face? Ashanti. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of what happened to them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't know you. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, the, the, you, you like that shit. Yeah, I do. You like a lot of shit, though. What are you talking, uh. You do like a lot of shit. I mean, like the first time we were in a car and I heard birthday sex, the song (laughs) birthday sex, I was like, are you, you know this song? Like, you've heard it more than once and it doesn't bother you? Like, this is terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. And you you were singing along with it, like the way you do sing along, which is, you know, three or four words and you pantomime the other seven and uh it's uh, my favorites when you're on the road and you hear a song for the first time that's actually the song and not me oh. like just around the house singing my version of it <laughs> and you'll oh, text wow. me like <laughs> i did I, I i it made me miss you that one time Aww. i mean not enough to hear you sing but um yeah it was uh um oh it was that song you're gonna miss me when i'm gone and I was like, I was in a store in Charlotte, of course, and it was, uh, I, I just heard that song. And I was like, oh, I, I, I kind of missed her. I kind of <laughs> missed her a little bit. And, and then I, I, and it was right after that, I went and got in an argument with some poor gentleman. But um, yeah, I, uh, it's, it's weird for me to hear songs sang by the original artist because you have, uh, covered so many I've house. bettered them covered bettered um, yeah uh you'll be in Laughlin this upcoming weekend Laughlin Nevada at the Riverside Resort and Casino it's actually the Riverside Casino and Resort whatever the fuck it is I'm sure if you're around Laughlin you know which one I'm talking about go there the and one see that me. you have to drive to yeah, me and Byron are going to be on the road for a bit. I got to drive uh, yeah, Sam Kinison's route to death, so I'm not really happy about that. So, And he was going to? He was actually he was supposed to be performing at where you're performing. He was heading toward Laughlin yeah. when his car... Yeah, I, yeah it, was, uh, it was... It was always eerie because I had one of those cars. <laughs> like I had the same... He had a newer model, but, like, I had one of those Trans Ams for a while. And I remember, you know, one of the guys at the comedy store, like, hey, you know, Kennison died in one of those. I'm like, yeah, thanks, I know. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that one. <laughs> it was, uh, but, yeah, it it was, it's just always been eerie because he was such a, you know, he was a big influence on me. So I didn't want to drive, but uh, flying to their airport is fucking impossible. Um Unless you, I guess, own a plane, um, so which we don't, which we do not. So, um, good thing Byron Bowers will be opening for me because he can drive a stick. So, and huh. he's a good, he's a, he's a very, he's a That's very funny. Good comic. So. That uh, well, one of Adam's questions was automatic or stick. That answered that. Oh, you yeah, drive, drive a, stick? a fucking stick. Be in control of your shit. I mean, it becomes annoying when you're stuck in traffic, but it's, uh, I like It becomes to... annoying when you get car sick and you drive your car the way you drive your car. Look, I put a vomit bucket in the car for you. <laughs> I don't know what other precaution you want me to take. I mean, I don't know what, how much more luxury you can get <laughs> than a fucking, than you have your own puke bucket that I made for you out of a fucking arrowhead 
bottle <laughs> so you treat me uh, so good yeah yeah, yeah. but uh and speaking of, of funny comics uh go to what is it all all things records sam K, uh, sam sorry sam tripoli my friend uh just released another album he's a very good comic so check it out and, That's nice of you. And I, I, I mean, he's been a friend of mine for years. Uh, he's my nemesis as far as sports arguments. He still, he still clings to the argument that Tracy McGrady's better than Kobe Bryant. Even though, have you heard of Tracy McGrady? No. There you go. And <laughs> I mean, he still insists on being a Clippers fan just because. So. Yeah, we argue a little bit, but um, still, he's the real deal when it comes to comedy. So, um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, check his album out. Album, out. album new CD. Yeah. Yeah, all things records. And then Denver, West Palm Beach, Orlando, Vegas. Basically, you're just going to be in Nevada and, and Florida for the next couple months. Yeah, going to get a tan. I'm not, because I'll not. be inside, but... Um, I'm going to, yeah, and De- Laughlin, come to my show in Laughlin. It'll be, it'll be good time, I, I guess. I don't know. Just do it. All right. JohnCaparulo.com for tickets. Follow Caplets. us. Check out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hulu. Um, Caplets are now on Hulu. They're on Hulu. It's like a real thing now on the internet. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> actually considered a web series. Yeah, yeah, I've got four of them out now, so I'm actually like, there's a body of work forming so so there's that look out world all right can we stop now i seriously i'm dizzy let's go let's uh, let's go pack let's get out of here